0: On this episode of Tech Talks Business, I speak with Sherry Miles, president of Miles Roofing. Sherry, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Tech Talks Business. It's it's great to see you again. It's great to actually get to spend some time with you again. It's been way, way too long, thanks to everything else going on, but thank you for joining us.
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Awesome. Um, So to kick things off, I'll be honest, I I, I have always um, just so thoroughly enjoyed being able to watch JD Miles. Uh, full disclosure to those who are listening, Sherry and I have known each other since high school. Um, so I've known of uh, this business for literally decades, but for the sake of, of the two of us, I won't say how, <laughs> how many decades. Um, but, but it has been fun to be able to watch that growth over the time. Um, and can you talk a little bit about kind of the, the start of JD Miles? I believe the company technically started in 1910.
1: That's correct.
0: Um, so can you give us a little bit of a timeline of, of how things have progressed between 1910 and, and where we are today?
1: For sure. Um, well, in 1910, my great-grandfather started our company, and he was um, what was known as a tenner. He put on okay. tin roofs.
0: Oh, tin? Ah! Yeah,
1: like, so if you drive around South Norfolk and parts of Norfolk and Portsmouth, you can see some of the work that he did oh, back wow. in 1910. Um, so he started the company, and it, and it obviously grew. Yeah. He had seven children. Wow. My grandfather was the youngest of those okay. seven. Um, he and his he ended up buying his brothers out. They all okay. um, took over the company when my great grandfather passed away gotcha. unexpectedly and early. Um, anyway, so the the Miles boys um, took over. My grandfather ended up buying his brothers out.
0: Okay.
1: And um, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember what year that was, but. Um, so my grandfather, Joe Miles Jr., um, kept the business going. Gotcha. My, he had five children, <laughs> and all of those children uh, cycled through the company at some point. Wow. Um, and my dad was the oldest. He actually, he went to Hamden, Sydney. Yes. And, um, Go Tigers. Yes, that's right. And uh, uh, he came back home, and he was an educator first. He taught in the Chesapeake City schools. He was a coach, football coach, track coach, basketball coach at Deep Creek. And he was one of um, uh, the only um, white teachers at Crestwood during integration it was oh. and it was a really formative time for him you wow. know he really involved with the, the kids lives yeah. and um he was a sponsor at deep creek uh, for different classes and those his kids now you know adults yeah. um still call coach miles and and check in <laughs> and want us to do the roof so that's so cool. yeah now is this yeah. who
0: we know is dudley, dudley. this okay. is dudley okay.
1: right so my dad is dudley and um Having two kids, my mom was a nurse on a teacher's salary okay. and a nurse's salary. She, you know, um, It became very clear that he needed to do something else yeah. in addition to teaching. So he um, started working at the company during the summers okay. um, and then transitioned full-time um, wow. at J.D. Miles & Son. So he's been with the company for a long time and yeah. um, worked alongside my grandfather um, until... Um, his passing in the early '90s. Okay.
0: So. Wow. So yeah. it truly has been for what is now what 111 years, yeah. I guess. 111 years. Um, has truly been a family-owned and run business that entire 111 that en- years.
1: Yeah, that entire time, and and it's, you know, family business is so important to me, and and yeah. I could go on and on and on about <laughs> the, the strength of of the family businesses in this area. Yeah. And um, I think it's really important that we have some kind of um, support group,
0: yeah.
1: a family business center. Th- that's another topic, but I really think this area is super ripe for strengthening family businesses that are the uh-huh. backbone of our community. Yeah, You know, I, I get together with my peers who are, are in family businesses, and. You know, we complain about our parents and our the issues, you know, that are all common to yeah. us over some beers, but we really haven't moved forward. I mean, that's cathartic, mm-hmm. but it's, there's space here for um, real improvement and strengthening and supporting family businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's, again, another topic. No, it's a great point yeah. because
0: it was only a, a few podcasts ago that I had um, Matt Tuttle. Yeah, yeah. And Matt talked about that and yeah. because we talked about, uh, a, a a sibling taking over a company mm-hmm. or, or children taking over a company and he talked about that of mm-hmm. having that sounding board where you can't mm-hmm. go to your parents and complain because <laughs> they're the ones helping run the company right. and having that that sounding board outside the company that you mm-hmm. can go to and, and and be able to talk about those unique situations that you deal with in a family-owned business that a lot of people can't relate to even if it is a small business there's a difference sometimes between a small business in a family owned business. Right, right. So yeah, there's definitely uh, we gotta get you and Matt together. Yeah,
1: well and the, um there there is some momentum here. Um I and I just finished a, a class um at Loyola University in Chicago. Oh, okay. It was an eighteen month um certificate program for next generation leadership institute. And it and it took it, we, we we're a cohort of ten and it was you know, next gen leadership in family businesses. Yeah. And how, you know, what are your strengths personally, how you fit into your family, and then how that translates and how do you fit into your business? How can you take what you're you're really good at yeah. and, and be a part of and make your mark in your family business? And I think that's what this next gen, like my brother and I are so um, passionate about is making our own mark. We have this fantastic, family tradition. Yeah. We have this amazing history where our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were leaders, were innovators, were growers, were yeah. really good people yeah. and truthful and honest and all of those things. And so that that history is fantastic. But then how do we also take that, you know, it's, um, uh, I listened to a um, uh, webinar, about the, and he was talking about family business and the, the Roman god Janus, where he's, you know, a, a flat-faced, where he's got one eye in the past and one eye in the future. Oh, yeah. And that's really where family businesses are, where we have this rich tradition you don't want to get rid of, yeah. but you also want to make sure that you change and grow so that you're not obsolete, so that you're um, making a difference in the future. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. That's
0: great. Um, well and along those same lines can you talk a little bit about your professional career and how that has kind of and sometimes parallel but not always paralleled with the company because you did step away from the family business for a little while
1: I, well I had no intention of coming back, <laughs> Let's be honest um, I it wasn't even on my radar yeah. I worked you know in the office during um, high school and college in the summers um, but you know went to Georgetown with a and studied American studies and theology. Oh wow. So had I you know I didn't know then but American studies the the tenant the three tenets that we the prism that we look at everything through is race, class and gender. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well certainly I'm doing that in my job every single day, a yeah. woman in a male dominated field and we have all um Races, uh, uh, you know, and yeah. classes, uh, issues that we are there. And then, of course, theology. And I'm on the roof now, and I'm closer to God.
0: <laughs>
1: and I evoke his name often. So <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, so I had no intention of coming back and uh, was in D.C. and working in a law firm and um, was just at that crux where I was either going to continue my education, either go to law school or... Um, Uh, divinity school and my dad was like you know why don't you my my grandfather was sick my grandmother needed help my dad needed help he's like just come home work for a little while save some money figure out your next step yeah and never look back (laughs) Yep, that was my next step
0: gotcha Um, so when you when you've always seen yourself leading a business and I ask this question a lot um, of entrepreneurs and small business owners Um, were you by nature were you a a business leader that um, wanted to be an entrepreneur or was it more a situation of you knew you had that entrepreneur spirit it was just do I keep it within the family business or do I take it elsewhere
1: I still ask myself that I mean really (laughs) I do and and I think that's healthy Um, I I am a um, I'm a dreamer if you want to categorize innovator dreamer I'm a dreamer I have big ideas Um, I often (laughs) come into the office and and my brother and I work together now and um, we have a great relationship he is a detail-oriented IT engineer thinker where I am a big picture um, you know lots of ideas so I come in and and I've learned um, to, to temper my
0: <laughs>
1: um, my reactions to him, or not reactions, but actions towards him. Yeah. Um, so because I was stressing him out, you know, every day I'd come in with five ideas. Let's do this. Let, well, we should buy this. We should, blah, blah, blah. and you know, he automatically goes to how am I gonna get that done? Yeah. I'm like, oh, and you know, yeah. by the afternoon, I'm like, oh no, that was just, wow, I didn't think we were really gonna do it. I just thought it, you know, it's just an idea. But without- And he's already
0: trying to work it into a spreadsheet. That's right, yeah. that's right, he's, yeah. he's
1: got the spreadsheet going. And um, so we, we balance each other. Yeah. Um, I like to say, uh, for years, I've pushed him, and he kind of reels me back in, <laughs> and it's great. You know, we yeah. we, we, shif- we we sift through the things that are really important, yeah. and um, you know, finally get down to to the one thing that we're going to work on. And anyway,
0: do and you find that stuff? that dynamic in in speaking with other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and, and not just family businesses, but small to medium-sized businesses? Have you is Do you see that as being a big advantage of having the two ends of the spectrum opposed to say for instance, (coughs) just one business owner and it's basically it's that person's ideas or or nothing?
1: I I think so because if it was up to me, um, we would be doing a hundred different things, (laughs) not very well and we'd be out of money. where my brother and and you know he, he maybe we wouldn 't get anything done because he yeah. would be worried about you know the the cost analysis of gotcha. that so i I think if you have very um, strong personalities in that way yeah. um, it 's really hard to find that in one person yeah
0: yeah
1: there are people out there like that, but I think you either you know you just learn how to play into your strengths, and yeah. um, you know when you don 't have that person on your team like a you need to you need to bring them on
0: yeah
1: uh, to yeah. to bounce ideas off of or to push you in ways that you feel uncomfortable because without yeah. that getting out of your comfort zone you do not grow
0: yeah absolutely, so just to make sure because I think sometimes you see the name miles roofing, and everybody just assumes we know what we're talking about, but really, this is kind of a two part question that that I hope will help us lead from one into the others. One, can you give a little bit of of oversight as to what the company does, Mm -hmm. and then how, thanks to your creativeness and outreach, has led to what we now know, not only with the Miles Roofing, but also with the meta team?
1: Sure, okay. So JD Miles and Sons has been around since 1910. Um, Miles Roofing, my grandfather started as a sister company in 1970. Okay. Um he was a, a a warrior and he wanted to make sure that um if anything should happen there was another company to keep going. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Really smart. Those companies um grew kind of simultaneously. Miles Roofing went not dormant, but went a little quieter for a while. Okay. Um when I came back um I Saw a need. Well, there was a hailstorm, first of all, and then a hurricane. And I saw we had gotten oh, wow. out of the residential market,
0: ah, and
1: okay. we had lots of customers who would call and say, Hey, your old great grandfather put the roof on my house, <laughs> and I wanted to know if it was still under warranty. I was like, It was 60 years ago, yeah, but um. We'd be happy to come take a look, so yeah. we, we kept getting those calls, and then we'd get calls from business owners that who we'd put their roof on on their commercial buildings, okay. and they wanted us to take care of them on their residence. So it just kind of grew organically into more residential. Ah. During the recession of 07, 08, 09, yeah. um, we took on, um, Burgess Snyder had decided to get out of the residential windows, doors, and sunrooms market. Oh, okay. They came to us and said, you have a great name. We have some great salespeople. We don't want to do this anymore. Would you take over our book of business? And the okay. only thing we ask of you is you um, you know, take care of our warranty calls. Yeah. It, it seems counterintuitive now to take on a new whole line of, of <laughs> stuff when the economy was tanking. But yeah. Um, we advertised and marketed and um, learned a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. And, and you know, people who were spending time with their kind of like now in the pandemic, yeah. people who were spending time in their house, wanted to get it you know um, taken care of, and, and um, they were spending money. So that yeah. residential um, piece helped keep us going. It was the horse that. Took the commercial cart through the recession. Wow! Um, and so it's it's kind of uh, we have a residential division now that does all exteriors and decks and patios and that kind of thing, and um, com- and commercial work um, is getting we're doing more commercial work in that Miles Roofing gotcha. because Miles Roofing is owned um, by me. Okay. And we are also SWAM certified, working with state. Ah, um, yes for SWAM projects, and then now we're also WeBank certified, which is a national certification for Women Business Entrepreneur Network. Ah, okay. And um, it's a very, very stringent um, process to be um, recognized and certified by them.
0: Okay.
1: It was um, through that, and now I'm getting into the meta part. Yeah. um, Where I would go to WeBank um, conferences, and uh, we bank uh, partners with fortune 500 companies who have diversity spend mandates oh
0: okay so this isn't government this no, is this, this is, is on private. The private side. so we
1: have the we have the government piece yeah, right we yeah. work with some a A's and we have the statewide piece with swam but there was there is a whole nother world with private industry and privately wow. owned companies and there's um, a billion dollar round table where these companies spend a billion, B with a B, billion, wow. billion dollars a year in diversity, with diverse companies. Wow. It's wow. really important to them. Yeah. It's really important. So anyway, I'd go to these conferences and talk with major Fortune 500 companies and they're like, what, what can you do for us? I am am one of the only few women-owned company, roofing companies in the nation. Wow. Less than 1% of roofing companies are owned by women.
0: Wow.
1: Right. So I would talk to them, and they're like, oh, that's great. You can do a warehouse for us in Virginia or Carolina or Maryland. Yeah. But we really want to talk to somebody who can take care of all our facilities. And I kept getting that. And um, a couple other women-owned companies, roofing companies, kept getting that, and we're like, "Hold our beer! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute! There is, there is something here." Yeah. And you know, it, when we were talking earlier about how do you make a difference? You know, how do you make your mark in your in your company? It had been bubbling up for a while. I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. Here it is. So started um, a new company with um, a couple other women roofing um, contractor owners across the country and we formed Meta Team which um, we are now talking with you know these Fortune 500 companies that want to business with really quality quality roofing companies yeah. that are also women owned
0: nice and that and because you're pulling them from throughout the country now you can service beyond can service just a three or four state area that's, right. that's mm-hmm. awesome yes yeah. that's, that's great um, so I'm gonna kind of transition out of the, the business mm-hmm. side but but only to a certain extent part of what brought you and I back together again mm-hmm. many years ago um, on a professional standpoint was actually through our volunteer work yeah. um, and to your credit both you and JD both um, give a tremendous amount of your time talent and treasures to the, the Hampton Roads community mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about where did that culture within yourselves and your business come from and kind of a little bit about how that has has been formed over the years and, and how in an environment like that, especially for a small business, sometimes the more active you get, the more the asks are there and how you balance that between the two of you, both personally and professionally.
1: Um, that's a great question. So I, I think it, it goes back to what was modeled for us over the years. Yeah. I mean, my my family are just good People and they've always given back. And um, my grandmother always said to us when we were growing up, you know, to those who were given much, much is uh, required.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. We have been given so many gifts, and we need to give back. Yeah. It's just that it's just that simple. Yeah. Um, This is, you know, coming back here. um, I I love I love this area. Um, i love being able to um you can't go anywhere without knowing or having some connection with people yeah. right yeah um and i think that's what you know we're we're all about um and and at our company i'll stay with the 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 volunteering and the and the charitable work i think it's important but it's also um, for, for the for the charities around uh, the area. But it's also important for our people to be involved.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Couple couple things. It's the right thing to do. But it's also, um, from a business standpoint, people who do business with us, they do it because we. Care about the community. Yeah. They want to do business with people who are who are um, care more about just themselves. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. That's our client base. Our um, our workforce. We attract people to come work for our company because we give back.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they want to be part of something bigger. They don't want to just come to work and you know punch a clock every day. They don't. They want to be part of something bigger.
0: Yeah.
1: Um we're going through this whole mission, vision, values work right now and it's it's great. I mean it's it's a continual process. Yeah. And um, you know, one of the, the, the themes that's really being brought out and, and we say over and over, and this is not ours, but we're we're taking it, we're R and Ding and we're replicating and duplicating. <laughs> it's we build great people to do extraordinary things.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: We want people to feel like they have a purpose every day to come to work. We keep families safe and dry. Yeah. We keep businesses safe and dry so that they can continue to work and operate. You know, we just did the, the roof at the Ronald McDonald House. We oh, yeah. are able to keep those families together when they need it the most,
0: Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: They don't have to worry about a roof over their head at that moment. Yeah so um we really try to to partner with with organizations uh, when they need us sure. so we've been able to we we roofed um i think five four or five hope house um they have a new village uh in, in norfolk oh, and wow. we were able to roof uh, donate the roofs for five four or five houses there nice um, chesapeake free clinic put a new roof on there um, uh eastern shore chapel food pantry put a new roof on new their new building so it's 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 being able to use the skills and gifts that we have yeah in ways that help others yeah
0: that's great that's great well i know it's appreciated because like i said it's you and JD are, are, are well known for, for what you do to serve the community, not just on the personal side, but also on the professional side. So it's, it's greatly appreciated. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, I always like to give everybody an opportunity to give a, a shout out to their business and, and how, if somebody is interested in, in partnering or working with y'all, how do they, how do they reach you? Where to find you?
1: Um, easiest way is to give us a call at seven five seven five four five five nine one
0: two.
1: We're also we have uh, two websites: one for JD Miles and Sons, and one okay. for Miles Roofing. So it's jd miles and sons dot com um, and miles roofing dot com. Perfect. perfect. And then all of our um, links to Meta Team are on the on there as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Good. yeah, okay. for for people who are interested in and in that so
0: nice well sherry thank you so much for spending some time with me today it was so good to to see you and talk to you and um my best to the entire uh, miles team thank you. and um here's to a successful 2021
1: and and beyond
0: well beyond <laughs> and absolutely well beyond. and thank you to the listeners of take talks business we'll catch you on the next episode